0: Hello, it's Helen Reed here. And I am joined today by a gorgeous woman, Martina, um, who is a transformation coach. And it's really beautiful to have you here. Um, Martina, I'll just give you, you a quick introduction just to give an idea of what Martina is doing in the world. Um, she is guiding women. Um, women who are entrepreneurs, women who are in corporate, to um, yeah, to, to really um, support them as they move forward on their journey of transformation and evolution. So, welcome, welcome. Yeah, thank you so much, Helen.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm super so excited for our time together.
0: Yeah, me too. And um, we had a really quite a juicy chat when we first connected last um week so i'm really excited to see where we go today
1: (laughs) yeah i'm also super excited we were so flowing and we spoke for such a long time and couldn't stop so yeah it was really cool so let's see where it takes us
0: today yeah um so the the topic of the day is all around evolving orgasms and um i know that you have a really um amazing journey um, and a story to share in this um, in this part of your life and your evolution. Um, do you want to just share a little bit about your sexual journey and your sort of how did your journey of sexual discovery start and was that with the clitoris or how how did it how did it begin?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, certainly. So. For me, and that was something that intrigued me for such a long time. It also scared me. It also made me feel weird, wrong. Um, because I discovered orgasms when I was like, I think around three. I don't think it was much younger, but it wasn't I wasn't much older either, for sure not. Um, because I just remember still my haircut I had and that was in the specific, like in the first year year of kindergarten, let's say that way. And I don't know how I discovered that, um, to be honest with you, but I just discovered how to have an orgasm and it really felt good. And that was for, for quite some time my my kind of secret. I, I mean, my conversations with my parents were, you know, never really deep or really like, um, yeah, very loving. So obviously that was for me put in a box and I just did Whenever, and now thinking back, it was usually when I was stressed, when something was going on and, you know, I had a very difficult relationship with my mom, very, very difficult. And I know whenever I, you know, had my orgasm and it was never something sexual, you know, in the beginning, you know, it was just more like pressure release because it felt so good. And I released the pressure that I got from my mom, like, you know, she playing, blaming me for so many things and always like criticizing me. And I was always put in my room for a very long time and playing there, obviously. And that's how I actually discovered that. And then I had a very best friend. And I know we were in in elementary school where I just, you know, said like, let's hide under the bed. I have a secret to share. That's what I still remember. And I try like first to start discussing those things, like talking like, little children are doing like that secret and if she knows of that secret if she did like doing this too and then i was teaching her and obviously it didn't work out at all you know because for her it was not happening and that's where i realized that okay if, if that's something that she doesn't know maybe more of the others also don't know never ask anybody again ever um and kept that as something okay that's just happening to me and then i had two older brothers who like watched whatever kind of movies they were older than i and i was always allowed to watch the movies too and then it's where you get introduced to like those movies where you have also the sexual scenes and somehow you know finding your way into yeah well what what is what is sexuality about i mean on the tv obviously yeah And I connected it then also to orgasm and realized that that turned me on for such a, like, was such a young person, like such a young child. And it was weird for me because whom are you going to talk to about that? I mean, not with my parents, obviously, my friend, my best friend for my whole elementary school, she didn't know about that either. So that was off the topic too then. And yeah, it was just then way, way later in my puberty, I think, when you know, you start to read back then. There was not much in the internet because it was still like in the beginning stages of the internet, like just this used magazines where they talk about sex more openly, right? And yeah, then some at some point, you know, when I was 16, I lost my virginity. I had my first boyfriend. And then finding out that I cannot get these orgasms that you see sometimes in these movies, you know, when they have like, they have, sex, like they have sex and then it accumulates to her and him having this amazing accumulation of what we call orgasm. And it never happened for me in that way because I had sex with my partner, but then I had to kind of, you know, trigger my own orgasm. It was never really happening with, with a boyfriend. And that was also something that was very difficult for me, especially in the beginning. Because I always thought that this would happen once you have sex with a man, that it's like going, right you just have the against because that's what most people or most magazines movies and whatever you ingest as information um were teaching and that made me feel extremely weird and i never thought that's something for me to explore further because i thought like it's a man's job and then i knew okay for the man they don't really care so much if you were like having so much fun or not you know because my girlfriends were also like the same age and like, you know what I mean? And it's like weird. And then, yeah, time progressed and still nothing happened. And I was like, okay, um, that's a a fault on my, like maybe something isn't working with me or something wrong, something maybe with my vagina is different than for many others. And also with my girlfriends, we talked about everything, but never orgasm. Really, really. And if then I heard them, yeah, they had their orgasms, you know, it's like, oh my god, yeah, okay, cool. I don't, you know. But I never said anything because I felt like that's a shame. There's something to be ashamed of and something and then obviously also starting to not enjoy sex at all. At all. I preferred like having my own orgasm because then I at least you could enjoy it and I knew how to do it, you know it was fast and that was really hard to having the whole world telling you how amazing sex is and you feel like but i don't enjoy it maybe in the beginning stages when you are with someone um or the first few times with someone new but then it just gets like normal like everything else and then it felt so much hard work <laughs> that more And then it's more about finding the strategy to avoid having sex you know, or knowing okay, I had sex yesterday, that means I can have like one or two weeks kind of space of not having it again, right? That's well, that's how I was thinking about it. And most most years in my twenties, I have to say. And it took some some time and revelations to change that.
0: Mm. Yeah, thank you. Um just, please excuse any like door slamming that you may hear. <laughs> Am I- I've got. It's the summer holidays, and the kids are here with a. There's some another um, that one of their friends is here playing, and they're doing some like role play game, make believe game, and there's been like door slamming. I'm like, okay, it's okay. It's the summer holidays. I didn't
1: hear anything, so I was just focusing on what I was talking. So
0: okay, good. Oh, it's happy door slamming. That's, that's yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Wow, so this is, is it's such an interesting um, journey, because I I resonate, like really quite deeply with this idea of like, discovering masturbation quite like, I I wasn't as young as you I I maybe was in primary school, but it was a very Mm -hmm. personal thing. And it was and it didn't, as you say, like, it didn't feel sexual. And it, it felt like, oh, like, like kind of like what it is really like getting to know my body and like oh this this does this and it feels like this and and something then you know you could feel some shift as as a result of the thing that happened that I didn't even know what it was and it was like yeah. um but but the same with you I I didn't talk about it or like you know have other friends mm-hmm. like share similar experiences um and it's, I think it's, it's a really interesting, um, uh, like thing to think about that there's, there's this kind of primary introduction to, which is like to our bodies, to our, to our sexuality, like an opening into our sexuality. And mm-hmm. then later, um, for me there but there came this like almost initiation into like a deeper um exploration of that sexuality and sensuality which for me came in my 30s and yeah um and yeah like it's almost like i'm not not like it's a computer game or a video game or whatever but it's almost like kind of like this is like the the first level and then you go like and then your body's ready to you know you and your body are ready to explore deeper um what did that look like for you like did was there like a a turning point where things started to feel like you were being invited into more or how did it how did it progress
1: yeah a good question and what what I just wanted to say is like when you said like like in video game you know you have reached level one and then level two right and it was like a few years ago like I read, or I have heard that a couple of times when women, elder women, or not elder, but older women were saying like, oh, sex gets really good when you're in the 50s, you know, and gets even better, you know, as much when you progress in age. And as a a maybe 20 year old, I was like, oh, how the fuck, you know, how can that happen? You know, like, then actually you have the assumption when you're young, like that it goes like, gets even worse, right? Or it's like, how do you want to have sex when you're 50? Just, you know, oh, I don't even enjoy it right now, you know, and stuff like that. So, and now I fully get it. All the women who say like, oh, the self-confidence is just like, and not for everybody, right? But some of the women who are in 50s or 60s like, oh yeah, sex drive is really cool, it's good, and they're more confident, you know? And I never believed. I was like, oh, you're all nuts, you know? But yeah now you're saying that it started for you in your 30s i was like yeah totally for me too so for me i mean i did so many things in my 20s like i experimented a lot of different concepts also when it comes to relationships so we like with my with my seven-year-old boyfriend seven years sorry <laughs> relationship of my ex-boyfriend of seven years we have you know done a lot of stuff like you know um Changing partners, like you know, swinging stuff, like being a bit in this scene and exploring that in a very young age, too. I think it is 23, and that was really interesting and really cool for me. But again, from the orgasm point of view, it didn't change much at all, you know, because I was just still in the belief of nah it's not for it, it won't happen for me, it has always to be me initiating my own orgasm, and yeah, and then in my 30s what happened was i i got to know my like my husband i met seven years ago that was in the beginning of my 30s and we he was the first man i was really safe with really really safe like he was so kind and so genuinely kind to me and he was like really making sure that i had fun in bed you know and that everything um that we're exploring these things together and try things out but it always felt safe i never felt i had to prove something like i did in many other previous relationships of mine or that i had to be a certain way and it was also the first one that i had long open conversations about my inability quotation mark inability to have an orgasm with somebody else you know and that how it actually impacts me and that it's actually i would wouldn't admit that back then to myself in my 20s but then I was like it really bothers me because I don't want to m- not enjoy sex for the rest of my life because it's actually good and I know it's good so it was with him and he was like reading when I got to know him I was like reading books about female orgasms from a man's point of view and how to induce that and what to do Like. There was a really good book that he recommended me reading, but then I was like, no, I'm not going to read this book. Um, I don't know why, but he was really, like, really good. And he managed to help me have an orgasm with him, you know, with, um, yeah, with oral sex or so not with, you know, the other, other way around. But that was already an amazing um progress for me because it was the first man who ever made me orgasm after my own self. And that was huge. That was huge. And that opened up something where I was like, okay, maybe if he manages this way, maybe another way is also possible. And I always thought that the clitoris is the only way hard to get an orgasm for myself. And that the other cervical orgasm is just maybe, maybe need to practice. But I was more open to the idea that this can happen. And yeah, so, and then I started also when I met him with my own self-development journey, you know, I went into NLP, did the whole practitioner master and trainer and changed so many things of the beliefs I held and saw people transforming and saw that was actually possible for every single person, not just for the superstars, you know, or coaching superstars or something, you know, it's like possible for all of us. And um, that really, really helped me. And then also being, like exposed to Instagram because then I started my own coaching um, journey as a, as a coach and went on Instagram so that I have my own online business connecting to other coaches, healers in that space and got like some of the, like introduced to some ideas of, yeah, um, you know, womb and yoni, what is spiritual sides of the whole orgasm and or the whole, like our own women's, like own sexual organs, you know, and what approach it actually was. And it felt so much better. Like it does it didn't feel like this, I don't know how to say this p- with pressure, you know, it felt like it just fitted so well in my own spiritual development that I felt so open to explore, okay, how is it, like, how are some Eastern philosophies, thinking, speaking, and viewing female um organs or the whole intercourse and then I was doing a lot of work in the Tao in the Eastern philosophy in the Chinese philosophy and that totally resonated with me you know where they say like um we, we need to have an open heart in order to have an open yoni and you know yeah, yeah you only need to be kind of ready you know and she will tell when she's ready you know and not just you know the man just you know, sticks stick into you or something like that, you know. So I got so much more sensitive in a way of like, oh my God, this is all of course energy, and I can do something to open myself up energy-wise, you know, and making my own yoni ready, you know, and see when 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 is she ready and not like pushing my own boundaries or not having boundaries at all. Right, and not just open your legs and that's it. You know, I mean, not like legs to everybody, obviously, but you know, to your partner whenever he was horny and ready. Because men can get horny and ready, and off they go. But and that's what I thought that it's all about. Like I don't know how that how I came to that conclusion, but maybe it was like yeah, so we have to do that too. Even though I knew sometimes I would have needed more time, but I wasn't in the mood to even take so much time for that. You know, and. So I decided to explore that on myself and not put the responsibility on my partner expecting anything. Because I thought, like, if I don't explore the spiritual side of the whole thing and go into that, then how should my partner, you know, and my husband. So, and that's why I explored, like, breast massage, you know. And I really liked it because it was again never about the the orgasm as the end result or end goal. It was just like explore your own body, see so what's actually like. Let's say stored in your in your chest and open your chest because if you open your chest, you open your heart. If your heart is open, your yoni gets open too, or your womb gets open too, because that's how how they are connected in a way. And yeah, and then. Also, you know, learning about my cycle, my menstrual cycle and knowing which are the days where I am like horny or where I'm enjoying it the most. And now it's like I tell my husband up front, like, okay, now the next few days I'm super horny because not because I expect it to be because I'm already, you know, so he knows it. And then there are days where it's absolutely I don't even want to be close to him. I just want to be like, you know, um by myself you know and accepting that that's our biology and that is nothing weird it's something i communicate and yeah so that's how i went about it and i want to make a stop so that you can say something and then i go further
0: i love all of this so much um yeah uh, there's so much there that there's just so much (laughs) and it's i know um one of the things that that really kind of brings out, well, there are two things, but they're kind of related. Um, that it's almost like society, well, the society that I've grown up in and I, and you know, most of us have grown up in is very fast and is very, it's like performance based and very like um, mm-hmm. end game orientated. Mm-hmm. And so from what you've just been sharing and my experience mirrors the same thing, it's like, the journey with sexuality if you just if you're approaching your life in the way that we're conditioned to approach life then Mm -hmm. that your approach to sex is going to be similar and then the films and the the series like sex is like that on that like all around us and so Mm -hmm. then to actually take a step and it and i think it really does have to be the woman who does this generally because the unless you have a lovely partner who's reading books about <laughs> like yeah. your husband but, yeah. but generally like the woman is going to set the tone I'm not talking about like leading the way but just setting yeah. the tone for, for what is for what our bodies need and mm-hmm. slowing like the whole process down and yeah. and for me that was that has been and continues to be a journey and it's like the patience that i am cultivating in all in all areas of my life and including in my sexual journey it's like a whole re like remembering rewiring re like like everything to to come back to a a place where i'm not in a rush and Mm -hmm. and like you say i'm i'm not it's not just about the um like get horny and go it's like it's a much more like tender like uh process that involves the heart if you want to go beyond the kind of quick fix clitoris which i i like i like that sometimes but but Mm -hmm. there are there are times and there are places and you know and we get to like have the whole cocktail of different pleasure pleasure experiences and yeah this this like for me that this has also been a massive um change and it's interesting because when i speak to other women too the turning point often is this um like journey of personal kind of exploration and spiritual yeah. exploration yeah. and then that starts getting incorporated yes. mm-hmm. and then you realize the connection between the heart and the yoni and then everything mm-hmm. starts to kind of become more holistic i guess in, in mm-hmm. that's. uh um, so I yeah, I love what you're sharing. And I also love this when you were talking about the breast massage, because this is something which feels like very tangible and practical that people can like start to explore. And that is very like, you know, it's it really is like your breast, your breasts are right there next to your heart. And it's something that yeah, intrigues me a lot. As I said last week, my exp- I haven't really explored breast massage in a um, an, in a very kind of <laughs> concentrated way, but I'm very intrigued by your experience of of this and how and how it's yeah helped you and supported you. Um, is there anything else that you want to share in relation to the breast massage, or are you do you feel kind of complete yeah
1: i mean definitely definitely i just wanna because you said a a few good points that i want to reiterate because i think it's so important to really emphasize that because so i started my spiritual journey i think i was like 22 or 23 when i started with like buddhism because there was something that was like back then also very very um not i wouldn't say famous but like i i wasn't atheist and i didn't like i grew up catholic but as soon as i could have my joys i was like no no religion anymore and then the eastern philosophy is like buddhism was something that spoke way more intrigued me you know but the thing is about that is it, it's there's nothing about orgasms nothing about female or there's nothing about that right and i've Not that I'm an expert at all in that, no by no means, but like I read a couple of books. I was in a Buddhism center learning how to meditate, you know, and all those things. And it was never about that. So I think if that would have, if there were some components to that, I would have started way earlier, but maybe it was also good because I wasn't ready. Right. And I was just, you know, doing a lot of detours and my own experiences to get where I am today. So totally fine. And the other thing is because, and again, because you said it's so beautiful, it, we women sometimes find our way into it when we go on our spiritual inner journey, which is so amazing, you know, because that opens up a whole new world to us. So, just also for the audience and for the listeners, you know, that sometimes that's the best point to go in. And because for me, back then, seven years ago, when my husband said, like, hey, you read this amazing book and you should read it because you understand the female orgasm, was like, no. And I was always a curious person, but I was not just a, I wasn't interested to just read it. Like it was kind of like this, okay. Now I'm reading just a book about orgasms, right? But then there are so many spiritual uh, like tantra or um Tao where it's just way more. It's not such, so so technical, it's just like it's a very holistic thing, as you also said before, right? So that mm-hmm. was really cool. Um and also when you said like, oh, it's very result-driven and performance-driven, right? I mean, and that's the thing. If you as a woman and most women I'm working with are in their masculine energy predominantly, and the older you get as a woman, the more you are in your masculine energy because you have more responsibilities to juggle. And that's where the whole pain really starts. It starts and also with physical um, ailments or diseases for women, um, because it comes from somewhere, so uh, what I wanted to say is, you can't explore your orgasm and your female sexual uh journey when you are in your masculine, mm. it's not happening, and I didn't know about that because that was always my kind of because I always like okay, let's have um, I would induce my own orgasm, and it's just like to have an orgasm just to get it done with, you know, I'm horny, just let's get it done with. Then it's good, then I'm released, and that's such a masculine thing, you know. It's not about like surrendering to that feeling of that and opening up and taking time, you know. I was just like, Okay, this is it, I have it, I'm done, you know. And with that approach, it's just not working. Mm -hmm. And then that weaves into the breast massage because I was like, Okay, breast massage, cool, let's do it. I took a course. Uh, literally because I was like no I want to really understand I want to really practice this and this was so amazing I remember I was just in bed and my husband was at at night at night had his night shifts in hospital and he knew he would come home like two or three hours later and I had done a couple of minutes or half an hour for myself and I switch up my routines my, my rituals and routines in the morning my spiritual practice and that was the time where I just did a lot of breast massages and was like, okay, let's let's do it. And it was so good because it's not just like, okay, breast massages, just take my my boobs in my two hands and then just like do like this, you know. <laughs> it's like it's a lot like you 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 start with your lymphs, you know, and then you kind of like there are so many different techniques how you release energy blockages. And this was actually really beautiful because, like, oh my God, I'm sure I'm super blocked here, you know, because we women, we armor our hearts, right? Especially when you're very much in your masculine too. You always like, there's a reason why we operate from that because we have we feel we have, to, you know, we have to prove our worthiness and all that stuff, you know. So we cover our hearts. We get so much more. As so the women I'm working with, for example, they have they're all having their blockages in their breast, also in their chest. When I asked them, okay, whether your you feel this? It's in the chest or in the throat. Mm-hmm. And it they tend to massage, also like physically, like the blocked energy from, from your body and opening your heart. And, mm-hmm. and now it says like, if you have an open heart, you also open your yoni. You know, mm-hmm. your heart is open, you're open to anything. But if your heart is closed and if you just leave out the breasts, which I did for such a long time in sex, I was like never paying attention to my breasts at all i was like what 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 good do they do right um and then you lose an emo- such an essential component because it's your heart it's not just your breasts right we see like that the, the breasts and it doesn't matter your size are like kind of the protectors like the mountains and then the the, the treasure your heart is underneath mm-hmm. you know and to get there and just to activate your treasure and like shine through your mountain, as I would say, radiate outside of well, I need to open that and I need to make that in a safe way. And yeah, so breast massage was just amazing. And it was really, very often not, I wouldn't have an orgasm because I just enjoyed the massage itself. It gave me that feeling of such pleasure but not necessarily this sexual pleasure only. It can get to, but for me it was way more like I do something for my own self. I don't need anyone. It's a sacred practice practice of mine, and just just tune into that sensations that would come out of it. Just the sensations, and that alone is a practice, because mm-hmm. we tend to feel like our sensations from our pussy, you know, or from from down there. But you can have it anywhere, and orgasms uh, you can have everywhere on your body, actually. And it's about the sensations and the accumulation of the sensations and how it feels. And that was so fascinating for me like mm-hmm. feeling my whole body vibrating by doing something without a freaking goal. I had no goal in mind, I was not attached to feeling something amazing. I was actually more like, okay because I was, I'm teaching my clients, don't approach something with the attachment to a result or that it has an outcome for you because the outcome could take a while. And it's not about mm-hmm. the outcome, it's about, as we always say, the journey and that changed so many things. And then with going like opening my heart and doing my breast massage, I also started to play around with, um, with, with the wands crystal wands and stuff and yoni egg so of course that i did on top of that too and it just helped me one day and you know i had my first orgasm with a crystal wand with a cervical orgasm so it was the first time and i was like i didn't do it with my hands you know like oh, with that with my right hand which i would rub my clitoris to get my orgasms like after it was like I'm sure, and it was not my hand. Yeah, it was not my hand. Yeah. So it was like, because I I took like 36 years of my life, you know, not having it the other way around. So it was such a miracle for me. And it was so good. And I was so happy and proud of myself because I knew it, it's just possible. It's there. It's, it's, it's accessible for every woman. It doesn't matter how many years you have not had it or whatever belief you have. And yeah, but again, it was never the goal. I didn't do it. Just, you know, because it was just like uh, exploring my own body, learning about my own, you know, body parts as well. Mm. I mean, as stupid as it sounds, but I had no clue about my body parts as well. Like how did you name this? You know, I said vagina to everything, even though it's not vagina technique. And it makes a difference in the end of the day. And then yoni was the, the word that really resonated the most. I was like, that's actually cute. And that's you know, it's this kind of language that feels like not dirty. It feels like actually cute. You know, and what also what was something that was also something I did that I just skipped. I slipped my mind. I might come back to it, but um, yeah, then like womb healing as well, you know, it's like so many things that I did, which you don't have to, but it was more or less just exploring my my body and what feels good and just on the sensations mm-hmm. and not much or like, yeah, okay, maybe I'm getting an orgasm. It was just like, what else? Because we women are so desensitized too. We don't even know what a pleasure and sensation is. If I ask my clients about their sensations, it's usually something dis- that's a discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what they feel, but not as much like okay, what uh, do certain sensations feel in my body when I do my breast massage or when I play around with my my own yoni and or you know have my own breathing techniques that I'm breathing into my womb or in my yoni or open my heart with that. So there's so many things that you can do, and everyone mm-hmm. approaches it in their own unique way, and there's no right or wrong, and that's the most important to understand too. It's just about getting to know your own themselves. Mm. Your, own, your own yourself, yeah. Your own self, that's what it's saying.
0: Yeah. 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 That is, it's so, like, stunningly beautiful to hear you talking about all of that because it feels like, some yeah, like, something that all women should be, should know and, like, we should be, not should, but, yeah like it it is kind of should like when i think about my nine-year-old daughter and i think the transition that she's Mm going to take now like into puberty and like the transition Mm -hmm. into being a woman like that was just completely bypassed for Mm -hmm. when i was that age Mm -hmm. i literally like wanted to be like a man because and i conditioned Mm -hmm. myself to be like a man and go and work in corporate and be you know like that because that's how you get recognized as being successful and Mm -hmm. and then it just like you said completely takes you into your masculine energy and then Mm -hmm. in that masculine energy you can't go deeper into your feminine desire and sexuality because it's just it's just you're like you're the other end of the pole (laughs) like you, it's totally not there yeah um so it it feels like and it feels like there is such a a shift now around um around around this topic and around um exploring like you say exploring our own bodies and knowing that that's like the foundation mm-hmm. and i think it's, it's beautiful to hear you share that your first kind of penetrative truth if that's how you say that word like mm-hmm. um orgasm with penetration was you know with you and your like your world and not like and and i think that this can be often like we think like a man has to do it for us or like you know it's like a man isn't good in bed because he's not giving me this cervical Mm -hmm. orgasm where actually there's this foundation to lay first which is about us as women feeling safe in our bodies and really like opening our hearts and opening our yonis and opening our wombs and yeah and and feel like and and learning what those sensations feel like and, and going on that journey of like yeah mm-hmm. sensation based like journey so that we can be open to the penetration that leads to that like um incredible like pleasurable experience of, of a deeper um, cervical orgasm when it comes but it's like it's not this thing that you just go in like buy online or buy in a shop. Like it, it's a, it's a whole. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a. It's like. It comes from a, a relationship, doesn't it? It comes mm-hmm. from a relationship with you and your body.
1: Absolutely.
0: And it's just like yeah. a byproduct, and not. not
1: yes. It. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's for me too. It's a byproduct. It's the cherry on 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 the cake, and I. But I'm not going about it to to eat the cake and just go right to the cherry. I enjoy everything else and then the cherry. So mm. that's what I like. When you, I love when you were sharing this. It's so true, and um, the relationship with your body is so important. And also because I do some, I'm I'm doing mostly somatic teaching women how to feel, how to not mm. be afraid of anger and rage. Mm. So I did so much with them that I asked myself, like, what am I doing with myself? What, where, How am I contributing here behind the scenes to my own journey? And I was like, yeah, I, you know, really tune into my body and have a relationship with the body, with my own biology and working with my nature, with my biology, not against it. And mm-hmm. that's why I also brought the cycle in. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. let's tune in there. And because and, there's so much that when we women know ourselves so well, men just accept that, you know, and if not, then they are anyway not for you. But there's no arguing. There's no boundary. You know, it's just like, that's me. That's how I am, you know. But like speaking from the biology, that I don't want to have sex in a specific phase of my cycle, it's totally fine. I don't even need to tell anybody, it's just like no, I I I I'm not up for it. It's okay. You know, it doesn't mean anything. And once you know your body so well, there's no shame anymore. Or some okay, I need to prove something, you know, because no, it's not. It's just, you know, I know how amazingly my body is like how amazing my body is and what a wonder work it is, and to explore that even on a on a more intimate level with my own self. I think it just helps you also to be so confident Mm -hmm. and just to be so like, that's, that's it. You know, -hmm. it's, it's a wonderful journey to be on. And it's a journey, Mm -hmm. I will be on for the rest of my life. There is no end. It's not now that I mm, uh, created it, that it's done and fixed. No,
0: Mm -hmm. No,
1: because if I think like how I evolved the last one or two years, like spiritually, emotionally and everything, how will it be also in in a more sexual way, you know, having an even deeper connection to my body. You know, that will also deepen way more if I stay mm-hmm. on it. And definitely I will because it opened the door to whatever is there,
0: you know. Yeah. Oh, that's so lush. It's like I'm grounded, I'm here, I'm like in my body and I'm I'm yeah. here for, for the rest of my life to keep deepening this relationship. Yes. It's like just makes me feel so Mm, just yeah
1: <laughs> it, it is and it's a it's a, such a sacred ceremony with you first and then with ever whoever you want to share it with but that's mm-hmm. it you know so i and and it really helps because i tell my husband no today i don't want or i tell him no i want to have like a little bit more of foreplay i want to like take a little bit more time or slow it more down now i can tell him and men are so happy If you tell them what you need and what they can do to make your experience even better. And the older the men are getting. And I know from so many elder friends of mine, like men who tell me, like, I don't have sex with women who don't enjoy it. Or they don't enjoy sex when the woman isn't enjoying it. You know, that might not be the truth for a 20 year old one. You know, maybe, maybe yes, but not like from my experience back then, and that's fine because they're also finding themselves. And now I can just tell exactly how I want it, and I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel like I'm boring or taking too much time. Not in the, on the contrary. Now I feel like it's it's a it's a given that I'm slowing things down. And sometimes it can be super fast and juicy and like yeah, you know, and a volcano or whatever. But most of the time it's not, and mm-hmm. I like it. That- I'm not a machine that I used to think I am or have to operate like, you know,
0: yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Mm, I'm not a machine, (laughs) I'm a woman. (laughs) Oh, I love it. We're kind of coming to completion time. Um, I feel like I could talk to you for, Hours about this so you might have to come back and,
1: <laughs> time. Yeah, and if you we have, have so many other things in store you know so many other experiences than we uh, shared last week with you so maybe we can do a part two yeah, <laughs> and, I, yeah. and i would love to go in more depth um of like the eastern philosophies how they view it because it really helps so much to connect to you from a mindset or from a level that's not from the patriarchy that we all got so influenced in from something where you are viewed as equal and yeah Mm. maybe that's something you want to talk about then please yeah yeah
0: yeah (laughs) I definitely do because I was gonna pick that up and I was like oh I can't go there now because we will will I'll talk about it for such a long time (laughs) oh but I'm so grateful to you for for this conversation and for also everything that you're doing in the world all the Magic that you're sharing, and oh, yeah, I appreciate you very much.
1: Yeah, um, thank you, thank you, Helen. I also have to say thank you for doing such important work too with the podcast and spreading the word because I think um, it cannot be talked enough about it. And I have to say, it's not a cheesy statement, but it's really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes it's just a perspective shift, some people need to hear of every sieve, and you are opening that to the audience. So. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me and for this amazing, lush conversation.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. And just finally, where can um, people find you? Where is the easiest place to connect with you? And mm-hmm. if, if there's anything else that you'd want you want to share around that.
1: Yeah, yeah, thank you. You're, so the best place to connect with me is on Instagram. Um, even if you're not using Instagram often, that's where you find <clears throat> all the information about me and to, um my my website and my name my instagram handle is femmagical it's f-e-m and then magical and that's the number one place where you find me every day with a lot of content too regarding this so yeah
0: amazing oh thank you thank you thank you and i will talk to you soon (laughs) talk soon helen